what the fuck is up (laughs) y'all it's your host nature valley and listen i know i've been gone for a long fucking time but hear me out i've missed you i know that's toxic ain't it but it's true i fucking missed you i miss talking to you guys sharing my thoughts and to be honest i thought a lot about you (laughs) this sounds like a fucked up like um text from an ex but i really mean it like I was gone for a long time, and I know I always give the excuse that shit's been happening, shit has been happening, but realistically, I just gotten discouraged from being on here because I didn't think anyone was listening. Today, I opened up my app, and I got 94 fucking listens on my last podcast, so that shows me that somebody's listening, and I appreciate that. So, I'm back again. I don't know for how long, you know, life is just this crazy thing where sometimes you feel encouraged, sometimes you don't. And today I'm feeling somewhere in the middle. So I just felt like I would come on here and talk to you guys about um, a lot. Actually, today I want to talk about how my relationships are kind of in a very weird spot. And I mean, platonically, professionally um, and romantically. Um, even familially, I don't know if that's a word, but I always be making it a word, so, um, yeah, if you hear me clicking, it's because I'm at work, y'all, and I really just wanted to, um, talk anyway, because I was talking to myself, so I felt like I should share what the fuck I was talking about, so, to get into it, I think I said this already, but it's your host, Nature Valley, um, welcome me back, woo, I know, woo, yay, you're back, ha ha he he, um, <laughs> so yeah. Today, I kind of just, I don't know really where to start because I'm really out of um, practice with this. So hopefully you guys bear with me. Um, But I was just thinking today about how (sighs) I don't even know how to put it. Essentially, most of my relationships, um, except for like you know, my relationship with my immediate family, who are the only people I really claim as family for different reasons that maybe I'll discuss in the podcast at a later time. They're all very weird. All of my relationships are very weird. I find myself in relationships, like I said, romantically, platonically, and professionally, that are very one-sided, where I am constantly giving and never receiving anything. Um, And I was journaling last night and I realized like, wow, I was journaling this morning and last night, I've been journaling for the last few days. Um, I journal a lot, but I was just thinking about how much I miss having passion in my life. I miss having people in my life that are excited to talk to me, excited to see me, excited to pour into my life just as I'm excited to pour into their lives. I've always been a giver, and so I've always physically given more than anyone else I've encountered in my life, Um, except for one person, and she was my best friend in high school, and I ruined that relationship, and I really regret doing that, but I mean, you live and you learn, right? You can't take back the things that you said, blah, 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 right? But except for that one person in my life, I've always given more than I've received, Um, and it stands today. And so let's just say, all right, so I have, I don't really know how many friends I have or people who would consider me friends. 
I would consider about two people in my life friends. And then I have a girlfriend and then everyone else is kind of like cool, but I don't really talk to them like that or they don't really talk to me. But the two friends I have in particular, my best friend and then my other friend who's close to my best friend. But I mean, I think you can only have one best friend. So I claim the best friend who claims me as her best friend. But um, I've noticed that I'm the only one really giving in those relationships. Um, Just recently, I had not an argument, but more of a dispute with my best friend regarding tattoos, right? So we were supposed to, a while ago, I'm saying supposed to in quotations, a while ago we discussed getting um, matching tattoos, right? I was excited about it because she seemed like she was down. I was like, oh, we should get matching tattoos, blaza blaza. And she was like, yeah, I think that would be a good idea. So I'm like, all fucking right then. For one, it showed me that she cared about the relationship as much as she did because she was willing to get something permanent tattooed on her body that was representative of me. So I was excited. I was like elated, like very much excited. So how that interaction went though, um, and I'm going to you know, do it leading up to how the dispute went yesterday. So for three years, we've been saying, like I said, we wanted to get matching tattoos. So I would send her my tattoo ideas and she would shoot everything down. I mean, like, no, that's ugly. No, I don't like that. No, ew, ew, ew. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, we have different tattoo styles. That's perfectly fine. Like you send me stuff. I will just be open to whatever it is that you send me because I want to get something of you and I'm excited that you want to get something of me, right? So I was just kind of like, fuck it. Like whatever you choose, I'm fine with. But I'd still been sending her things because I was like, okay, and like now that I see your style, maybe we can get something like this because she wasn't sending me anything. I mean, she'd send me a tattoo idea maybe once in the three years. I'm going to say maybe three times in the three years that we've been discussing getting tattoos. She sent me ideas maybe three times and I was like okay like fuck it sure whatever um I gotta sneeze (laughs) I hope y'all said bless you but anyways (laughs) bless me um yeah so all that shit happened right and she hated every tattoo I sent her and I was just willing to compromise because I'm a person that It's very agreeable, and I'll get to that later in my podcast or in this episode or whatever. But yesterday, it got to a point where I was finally like, I sent her the last tattoo I'm ever going to send. It's going to be the last conversation I ever have with her about getting a matching tattoo or anything that's matching. But I sent her a tattoo idea that I felt would align with, you know, her preferences or whatever. She's like, oh, that's cute. And, but I still don't want it. I'm like, okay, you know what? It's been three years. I just finally told her, like, we can just trash the idea of getting a matching tattoo. Because I clearly want this more than you want it. I clearly am more excited about this than you are. And at first she was like, no, I want to get it, da, da, da. And then I said it again. And she was like, yeah, you're right. I'm really not excited to get this 
I really don't want to get this as much as you do. And I was like, well, I wish I didn't say this to her, but like, it's like, I wish you would have said this sooner because I've expended so much time and excitement and effort into getting something that would be long lasting in our lives and permanent. And the entire time you had one toe in, four toes out. No, one toe in and nine toes out. Y'all, I can't add. It's 8 a.m. in the morning. (laughs) But yeah, you have one toe in and nine toes out. Like you really weren't in it the whole time. And even though I can't say, I mean, I can say like, I wish you would have told me sooner. What hurt really was that I'd been fed an illusion that she cared as much about the relationship as I did. Which brings me back to my point of me giving so much in my relationships. Me giving time, patience, gifts, attention, excitement, affection, love. And it's it's not just with her. So it's with everyone. Me giving those things to everyone. She is just representing how I feel in the moment. But me giving all those things to everyone... And them still not feeling as strongly about me as I do about them. Now, granted, it's nobody's responsibility to feel anything for me. It's nobody's responsibility to feel passionately about me or excited to talk to me or what have you. But it would just be nice to experience that. And I'm not going to say I've never experienced that. When I was in college, I had... A group of friends who I felt loved me at the time. I don't know if they really did. I could have been delusional. I was very depressed and I was experiencing um, psychosis a lot. So I could have imagined their love for me. But I remember feeling very loved in those relationships. And then I get out of college. Things shift. Friendships change. And now I have these friendships with people who don't care as much about me as I do about them. Relationships in general, not just my friendships. I feel the same way about my partner. And I felt this way, you know what? I can't even say I've explicitly felt this way about most of my partners, because I haven't. I've never really felt like I gave more in my relationship than I was getting back. I mean, I had been giving more, but I never really felt that way. It never really felt like I was explicitly giving more than I was taking. I was just giving. Like, at the time, I didn't care to be filled back up. I just wanted to give. Give myself, give my time, give my attention, give my resources, and really not want anything back. But I've gotten to a point in my life where I want something back now from everyone. Excuse me. I want something back from my friends. I want something back from my partner. I want something back from my professional relationships. I remember early on in my relationship where I was like super, obviously, you know, a new relationship. Um, I was super excited to see my partner because we were long distance. And I was like so excited. I'm like sweating. My stomach's hurting. Like I'm nervous. All this type of shit, right? I'm just so excited. And I run up to her and I'm just like, ah! and she just like looks at me. Like, maybe a smirk, but there was no physical indication of any excitement. There was no bone in her body. 
there was no expression. There was nothing that showed me that she was excited to see me. And that broke my heart. But I was still like, okay, like, fuck it. You know, like, I'm still excited to see her. After a while of me doing that, me getting excited and running up to her and kissing her and blah, 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 and her just being very um, neutral, I was like, you know what? I realize that I kind of want to feel wanted. I want to feel like someone is excited about me in return. And I haven't gotten that at all um, in my relationship. Um, Not excited to see me, not excited to talk to me, not excited to share things with me, not excited at all. And like I said, this is not just my girlfriend. This is my platonic relationships too. When I see my best friend, there's no, oh my God, like I'm so happy to see you. There's none of that. There's no, none of that. No excitement to speak to me. No excitement to tell me about her day. No, no. And this goes for both of them. There's no excitement, no sense of urgency, no sense of, I don't even know the word, but there's no real pull towards me from either of them. And from my friend that I said is close to my best friend, but doesn't claim me as her best friend, so I don't claim her as my best friend. Same thing. There was an instant, there's been so many instances actually with my best friend where I was just like, wow, this motherfucker does not love me. Same with the friend that's close to my best friend. You you know, I'm going to call one bestie and then the other one close to bestie just because it's a lot to say. Um, But yeah, my close to bestie, um, it's the same. She doesn't tell me about her day, doesn't tell me about any of the things that excite her. I mean, it's basically like I'm in relationships with people. It's basically like I'm in relationships with a wall. Yeah. It's like I'm in a relationship with myself. I mean, I am in a relationship with myself, but it seems like I'm only in a relationship with myself, even though I have relationships with all these people. And just before I switch um, a little bit professionally, oh man, I'm going to make a whole separate podcast about how awful my first job out of college has been. But just briefly, um, I've been bullied um, by both my coworkers and HR has bullied me to hell. I mean, to a point where I was at a really low spot in my life. I would come from work. I would be near the train tracks and finna jump off. Trigger warning. I am so sorry. Um, but not joking at all. It had gotten to a point in my life where I didn't feel loved by my friends. I didn't feel loved by my partner. I didn't feel loved by my coworkers. I didn't feel loved by anyone. And it made me start to doubt the love that I felt for myself. And at that point, I had gotten really, really low, as you can tell. Like, I was very trigger warning, suicidal. I was very low. I didn't want to... I didn't see a purpose in living. Still don't really see a purpose in living, but it's kind of too hard to die. So I'm just here until I'm, you know, (laughs) until I'm not anymore. But 
Um, yeah, just back to the point, I just feel like I'm in all these relationships. Oh, so back to my job, right? So I was bullied like heinously every single day, came into work happy, excited to speak to people, to form new relationships and I would get ignored. That's not bullying, but that was a part of my morale shift. I would get ignored every time I walked in the building. And then I told them about, I told one person about a story of me in college. I don't know if I've told that story on here, but I'm not gonna tell it right now. I'll just do a separate podcast about it. But it was a story of me actually in high school with my boyfriend. It was really a great story. It was very funny to me, and but it was a sexual story. And I told this person in confidence, thinking that, okay, we share whole stories, we're gonna be cool, we're gonna be friends. It was really my effort to make a friend, just one at least, in my new work environment. And then what she went ahead and did was spread a rumor around the whole office that I was a hoe. Um, and then as if the relationships I was trying to form there were already non-existent, if, as if it, they weren't already non-existent. Now I had people that hated me that never even spoke to me or maybe said hello to me at, at some point. Now they're looking at me weird because I told one person and she told the whole office that I did something sexual in high school as if we're not all humans and we don't all be fucking. But yeah, so after that, things really, really got even worse. But it wasn't even until, I didn't realize that until maybe two years in that she just told the entire office what I did in high school. Um, and again, it's another example of me giving my full self to people. And they genuinely just do not value it. Um, so it's just been, it's just been weird. At first it used to make me super duper sad. Like I was at a really, really low point in my life very recently, actually. Um, and it, I got in there because I realized that all of the relationships I have in my life, for one, I'm choosing to stay in and I'm choosing to continue to be treated in a way that makes me sad like it's not their fault that they're still in my lives it's my fault that they're still in my lives and my thing is that of course I love these people so I don't want them to not be in my lives in my life um but it's also like on I used to want to change these people I used to want to love them into loving me but it's not I didn't realize that that's not possible until very recently which is why I'm okay to talk about it now and why it seems like I'm just like talking about it very objectively because I've gotten to a point where I realize that all of the relationships I have in my life that I'm not able to let go of are in my life for a reason and when I'm ready to let go of them I'll let go of them if I'm ever ready to let go of them but right now it doesn't seem like I am and that's okay But um, just to get back to the point, I just realized that in this phase of my life, in my 20-somethings, I see that a lot of my relationships are very one-sided. Like I said, in my relationship with my bestie and my close-to-bestie, 
very one-sided. I give, I tell, I share my life with them. And in return, I get pretty much nothing. I get, I mean, sometimes we hang out, which is cool. I value those moments. And when we hang out, sometimes, you know, she shares with me. My best, my bestie shares with me sometimes. But nine times out of ten, I don't hear what happens in her day. I don't hear what happens in either of their days. I mean, very recently, my bestie started sharing things which has made me feel like, okay, like maybe after eight years of our relationship, she's finally starting to like me. You know what I mean? Like, maybe. But the tattoo instance shows me that she still doesn't like me as much as I like her. Um, and I know I didn't talk much about my close to best friend, but briefly, there was an instance in college and I'm realizing that maybe I'm the problem. Maybe I'm too needy. Maybe I just, I don't know. I honestly don't know, but, um, I was in college. I was super duper duper depressed. I had just moved out of my dorm room with my roommate because my roommate was treating me very poorly and so I had moved into a room by myself which was the first time I'd had a room by myself in life I mean aside from being at home but you live with people at home but it's the first time I was completely secluded from anyone ever and it was really hard for me so I called my close to best friend and I told her hey you know I feel really sad right now And I just need someone to talk to. Like, can you talk to me? Like, I'm kind of scared. I'm in this old-ass building all by myself and blah, blah, blah. And I told her, like, I'm just really down. Like, I don't know how to live right now. I don't know what to do. I don't know if I want to live. Like, just, you know, going through how I was feeling. I was feeling really deep, really sad, really intensely. And I just wanted someone to talk me through it. And as a close to best friend, I thought she would be, at the time, she was my best friend. Um, Even though I wasn't her best friend. But um, at the time, she was the person that I felt most close to. And so I thought I could share that, those feelings with her. And she told me, yeah, I don't want to hear that shit right now. And it was at that moment, I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot that. I am the one who feels connected to you and not the other way around. So that's why um, that's why I feel the way I do about that relationship. There's been a lot of, I mean, that happened my senior year of college, which was about three years ago, maybe three and a half. I don't know. Time is a fucking illusion. But it was a while ago, but it still hurts as if it were yesterday because that moment was a marking moment for me where I realized that I really care more about the people in my life than they do about me. I am more excited about them. I am more eager to speak to them. I am more eager to share myself, my life with them. I want them to share their lives, their self with me. And they don't feel those things for me. And this isn't something where I'm sharing to be like, oh no, like people don't love Nature Valley. But it is kind of a realization moment for me where I realize, it's a weird moment for me because I realize that the people that I have in my life, 
by choice, i.e. my romantic, platonic, and professional relationships. The people that I have in my life by choice. Do not love me like I love them. However, I'm still choosing to keep them around, and I think that's what confuses me a little bit. It's like we're in a society where people are constantly telling you, if people don't serve you, if people don't reciprocate the energy that you're giving, like, cut them off. And so I battle those feelings. I'm like, well, fuck all of these people. Like, they don't love me, so why am I still giving to these relationships? Why do I still want to have them? But I just don't view human connection in that way. I think that relationships can evolve and I think that people can evolve and I think that people can evolve in relationships. And I guess in a romantic way, I feel like the people that are in my lives, I mean my life, I don't know why I keep saying lives, but the people that are in my life, I just feel like at some point, at some point they'll want to share themselves with me. And maybe that's not true. But, and I know it's a romantic way to think of things, and I, I see how that, I know that that's problematic because it's caused me so much pain. But it's like, I just hope that someday in life, I will feel like at least one person that I choose to have in my life feels passionately about me, like I do about them. And I haven't found that person, but I hope to one day in some form, whether it's a romantic relationship, whether it's a platonic relationship, whether it's a professional relationship, I hope to experience a connection where I want to speak to someone and talk to someone and hang out with someone and experience someone as much as they want to hang out with, experience, share with me. But I ain't got to that point yet. Hopefully I live long enough to get to that point. Um, But who fucking knows? And I know this probably took like a really dark turn. Um, But that's just where I've been mentally. Um right now and I feel like a lot of people can relate like I know I know that I'm not the only person in this universe that feels this way and so that's why I feel like sharing because if I can share a piece of my story that connects with or resonates with someone that's I don't know one minute away from me two minutes away from me miles away fucking hours away from me who knows days away from me if I can connect to someone who feels the way I feel or has felt the way I felt and validate their experience. Like I wish that I could have my experience validated. Then I will feel good as fuck. Even if I don't know it, I feel like the universe will show me that that's what's going on. I mean, the universe has shown me. People are listening to my podcast. Like that shit's crazy. But I just hope that this podcast has touched someone in some way. And if it hasn't, shit, maybe you'll share it with someone who's who could be touched by it. But regardless, this is my story and I'm sticking to it, period. I mean, this is a part of my story. And hopefully I can keep taking you guys on my journey with me. If not, 
Um, I apologize, y'all. I really do. Like I said, I, it does get discouraging to share so much and to not see, like, not to reap any benefits of sharing anything. But ultimately, I want to get back to a place where I'm not sharing to receive. I was there at some point. I'm not there anymore. I want to receive something. I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing, but hopefully I can get back to a place where I don't want to receive anything anymore so I can just give freely and not be sad by people not wanting to give me anything um, in return. But in the meantime, I'm just thinking, I'm just figuring it out, and this has been your host, Nature Valley. Um, I hope that you have enjoyed this podcast episode. Again, feel free to share, feel free to message me. Um, on my socials if you have them I'm going to create another podcast page um, but I do have a Facebook and it says um, it's called what is there to even talk about my bad y'all I just got an email and I thought it was important but it's not but anyways I love y'all and I hope you guys are having a wonderful day or a wonderful moment at least or get to have a wonderful day or moment soon. And I will talk to you motherfuckers later. Bye.